Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm gonna be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also gonna be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. Today, I am super stoked to be introducing to you Hope Taylor. If you are in the photography business, I'm sure you already know the name already, but to have her on the podcast is going to be so much fun. She is an industry-leading wedding photographer right out of Charleston, South Carolina. Her journey of becoming a full-time business owner immediately after graduating high school gives her a very unique perspective on entrepreneurship and business. She feels very strongly about educating and inspiring other creative small business owners to fearlessly pursue their dreams while also providing the practical tools that they need to get them there. She's also a little obsessive over peonies, butter popcorn, and mint chocolate chip ice cream. Hope, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be so much fun. I can already tell. (laughs) Yes, I'm really stoked. So We are actually going to be diving into the senior portrait side of your business, getting the nitty gritty details, figuring out how you run it, why you love it, and how you actually help photographers become successful senior photographers as well. Yes, that's correct. So I'm a wedding and senior portrait photographer, and I actually built my entire business on senior portraits when I first got started. I was a senior in high school when I began my business. And so that was kind of the natural transition for me to move into photography was just to photograph my peers. And so I built my entire business on just senior portraits. And it's seriously, it's just still like it sets my heart on fire. It's like one of my favorite things that I do. So I'm really excited to be talking about it today. Yay, that's so exciting. So Tell me a little bit about, I know you got started like as a senior, which is just is mind boggling to me. (laughs) I would love to hear that story of yours and how you got started. Like, I mean, you're a senior in high school. How did you know that this was going to be it? Right. And so, yeah, I'm going to give the cliff notes version and you tell me what you want me to elaborate on because I could talk about this forever. So I actually first got started when I was a junior in high school, which is even crazier to think about. So I took a photojournalism class as a sophomore and I always loved the idea of being an entrepreneur. My mom actually made cakes out of our house growing up. So I kind of got to see her like run a business, do the whole entrepreneur thing. And I loved the idea of it, but I had no idea what that outlet would be for me or what the thing was that I was going to do. And then I took this photojournalism class and it was a requirement to get a DSLR camera for the class. And I actually didn't know that when I signed up. And so my dad was in the military at the time, like buying something like that was just not really something that they could do. Thought that the little old digital camera I had would cut the mustard, like that was going to be enough. Totally was not enough. And so I was called out in front of the whole class that like I had the wrong type of camera and we had to scramble and get one on eBay. And I ended up getting a Canon Rebel. And that's kind of what started it all. So I started taking pictures of my friends. I just learned how to use the camera and manual because of that class. And it just kind of snowballed from there. So my senior year of high school, I had been taking senior portraits for friends of mine for a few months by the time that year rolled around. And at our school, we had the option to do what was called, it wasn't called dual enrollment, enrollment, it was called early release. And if you had a job, you could leave class by like 1030 or 11 if you had enough credits to qualify. 
And so I got special permission to use my business as an actual job. And I had to go get a business license when I was 17 in order to qualify for the program. It had to be an official business. And so I walked into my little local courthouse in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I got a business license. I like claimed my name, all of that stuff. And I was officially a business owner in June of 2013, which is crazy, crazy, crazy. And so then my senior year, I left school every day by 11 and pretty much went full-time that year. And then I ultimately decided not to go to college and went full-time right out of high school. I love that. That's the neatest story. I don't think you hear very often that like someone at 17, 18 years old, like starts their own business and that's what they do. And I think you're seeing it more and more. And it's actually even younger, like yes, childhood, grade school age kids seem to be starting businesses. And I think it's such an incredible space that we're in, in this day and age. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I honestly was in kind of this unique position where photography wasn't necessarily my passion. Business and marketing was my passion and photography was kind of my outlet for that. And so it was really neat. I got to be a part of some marketing programs at my school and I've since gone back to speak at school. And I love seeing so many young people taking kind of the entrepreneurship path and going to college. I think it's just a really, really awesome like season that we're in that people get the freedom to do that. And I think it's honestly, I think social media plays a huge part in it because they're seeing so many people on social media have success in small business and in entrepreneurship. And they, you know, back when I was in high school, I didn't know that was an option. Nobody taught me that my creative passion could be a career. And I think it's really neat now that people get to see that more and more often. Absolutely. I'm a huge advocate for, you know, like you don't have to go to college to provide the life that you want. And that's something like my husband and I had this like long conversation about when we had our son, you know, putting money aside for college is always like, yeah, okay, we're going to have a college fund. I want to have like a invest in your future fund. And if that means college, great. If that means you want to start a business. Okay, great. Right. It's whatever is going to design their life. It's not what, you know, I want for them. Right. Which is so cool that you're already thinking along those lines, because when I made that decision to not go to college and go full time instead, it took a while to get my dad on board because he was raised very traditionally. And he actually waited to go to college until he was in his 30s. And that was very hard on him because he had multiple kids and it just was really hard. So he was trying to do what he thought was right for me, but it took a while to get him on board. But once I did, they took the money they would have invested in college and helped me pay for workshops in the photography industry and helped me buy a MacBook when I was still in high school. And it was just really, really awesome to see that transition. And I think that I'll do the exact thing for my kids one day. I love that. Yeah. I actually just posted about this a little while ago. Like I lost my dad seven years ago. And I, when I left my previous company, he worked for the same company for over 20 years. I could just hear him so mad at me, <laughs> like yeah. leaving this cushy job, security, all of the things. And then I hit a big goal in my business and it would have been like a whole 180, like how proud he would have been and and everything else. So I love that, you know, your dad also warmed up to the idea and, uh, and then supported you through it because that's so important. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So talk to me about, I mean, I know you started off with friends, but then like Mm -hmm. you grew it from there. You've been doing this for how long now? Uh, Seven years now. And now you've relocated. So you've like have a whole new network. Yes. Can you walk me through what that process looked like? 
Yeah. So I built my business in a little town called Fredericksburg, Virginia, which is about halfway between Richmond and Washington, DC for anybody that's not familiar. And then about a year ago, I transitioned to Charleston, South Carolina. So I went from the place that I built my entire business from the ground up to an area where literally nobody knew who I was. So in Virginia, building my business, because I was a senior in high school, it was just a lot of word of mouth marketing. It was a lot of strategic social media use, kind of the standard building your business type of stuff. But when I moved to Charleston, it was definitely a little bit of a different transition because seven years ago, social media looked a lot different, right? Like you could do a giveaway for like a free session and gain a thousand followers in a week because it was not something that was oversaturated. Instagram wasn't used for that as often. And so there was a lot of different strategies that I used to find success in growing back then. But when I moved to Charleston, I had to be a little bit more strategic with that. I had to do a lot of networking in the area with other vendors. I had to do a lot of strategic hashtags and research about the high schools in the area, the private schools in the area, who I was going to be marketing to. And I am super, super passionate about the concept of success attracts success and appearing to be in demand is what will grow your business quickly. And that was one of the biggest things I did in the beginning of my business. And recently when I just moved to Charleston, is I would go out there and photograph people all the time. Like I was doing free shoots all the time, but nobody knew that those shoots were free except for me and the person I was photographing. So I was constantly sharing new work, constantly getting word of mouth marketing by producing an amazing experience for these models. And in turn, it helped me to grow a market here very, very quickly. And that is one of my biggest marketing tips. Not that that's what you asked, but across the board, I'm just super, super passionate about really strategically making yourself appear to be in demand even before you are and believing in yourself before anybody else does. And people might be rolling their eyes at you, but ultimately it really will help you grow your business to kind of take yourself seriously before anybody else does and present yourself professionally and set yourself up for success in that way. And that's exactly what I did when I moved here to Charleston. And it really did change the game for me here. That's awesome. So did you do like a model call or did you just connect with friends in Charleston? How did that look? So a little bit of both. I'm a huge believer that the less you can do model calls and discounted shoots and things like that in a front facing way, the better because you don't ever want to discourage your audience from booking with you until a discount rolls around. And so I really like to connect with people through social media, find like friends of a friend, or maybe there's an influencer I follow who worked with a boutique and there's a model that modeled for that boutique that's a senior in high school. I did a lot of social media stalking uh, and would follow a lot of boutiques, a lot of wedding planners, a lot of makeup artists, a lot of influencers, and just try to find connections through there and reach out to people and offer my services to them. And I think that social media now honestly kind of not gives people an entitlement, but makes them think that like, oh, let's go get coffee. Let's go hang out. And that that's a good way to network. But I found that offering value to somebody, offering your services and offering a way for you to actually work together and mutually find value is the best way to network and connect um, and get your feet on the ground in a new market. And so I would reach out to people and just offer to get new headshots for them or offer to photograph them um, as a model at this, you know, new location I wanted to try, or if they were this dress that I wanted to model and it really helps me to build a portfolio here, get a ton of content here, start that networking process. That's so interesting. I think it's going to be surprising, maybe not, I think it will be, to the audience to hear someone in the industry, you know, as a leader in the industry, say that type of thing. Because I mean, you're sitting here at almost like 47,000 followers, right? So you would think that a relocation for you should be like easy peasy, lemon squeezy, all is good. Right. But it required you to put boots on the ground, make those connections. And even like you said, offer value, which means mm-hmm. giving, you know, giving away your services so you can build yeah. the relationship 
right. that will get the word of mouth, create the great experience, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And it's kind of like that concept of spend money to make money, right? Like spend time, invest time to build relationships and to, and to build your business. And I think it can be done strategically. I think there's a lot of people that do this incorrectly and they just like yeah. spend days and days and weeks and weeks trying to network, but there's not a strategy behind it. And there has to be strategy there. But that happened to me all the time when I moved to Charleston and I would meet photographers and go out to coffee with people and just make friends. And people would be like, so how many weddings have you booked in Charleston? And I'm like, zero y'all. Like I just moved here. Like having 50,000 followers does not mean that like, I just can go anywhere in the world and everybody books me. That's not how that works. Right. And I actually loved the challenge of moving to a new market and having to kind of do that whole process over again. I, I think that there really was this assumption that people were just like, Oh, like, you know, having a lot of followers equates to having a lot of business, no matter where you go. And that is just not how it works. So I loved kind of like putting my bootstraps on and having to like, you know, get down and do all the work again. I really did and mentoring and all that stuff. I get the question often about, okay, well, if I move a new market or if my husband's in the military, how do I market in these new places and build a business? And some of my like knowledge and advice was kind of outdated because I built my business seven years ago. And so I was able to do it all over again in a new market. And it's really cool to have that perspective as an educator too. That's so good. I love like the gritty pieces of business, like where you just make it happen. I think it's so oh, yeah. important for like our audience is very new to business in a lot of ways. And I think having someone that's been in the industry for seven years and saying, hey, right. sometimes you just got to get down and dirty, get it done right. and uh, go back to the gritty beginnings and make it happen. Right. And when I teach about this, because I still teach about this concept at conferences and things like that, about uh, making yourself appear to be in demand and getting out there and using your time wisely and photographing models and things like that. And people are like, oh yeah, I mean, that's easy for you to say. You don't do that anymore. Like you did that seven years ago and you don't do that anymore. And I'm like, oh no, no people. Like I do this all the time. I truly believe in what I'm teaching and even have shoots coming up in the next few weeks. And I've been in Charleston for a year, but I still have shoots coming up that I'm doing for free. I have a wedding next week that I'm doing heavily discounted because I wanted to work at this venue in Charleston to have content there. It's something that I do in my business to this day regularly because I really believe in the power of doing it strategically. Awesome. I have an episode, a few episodes back talking about how relationships build businesses. And that's oh, yeah. one of the tips is like, make the connections. If you're a wedding photographer, you have to make your connections with your venues, your planners, you know, all of those key players in the wedding industry in order to build your business. So 100%. I think that's so smart. Hey guys, I am so excited. I'm going to be hosting my very first masterclass on up-leveling your client experience on November 9th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm giving you the blueprint to up-level your client experience, streamline your business, make more money while saving you a ton of time. Trust me, this is a class that you are not going to want to miss. Head over to the link in our show notes to sign up now. In a previous episode, we talked about Pinterest marketing to mm -hmm. really grow your reputation in a certain area. Did you do a lot of that? So I don't use Pinterest super actively. I actually have a virtual assistant that helps me to basically just carry the content on my blog over to Pinterest to kind of give it some viral potential to circulate there. But it's not something that I use very consistently or strategically. Instagram has always been kind of like the queen of uh, social media marketing for me. That's where I do the majority of my like strategy and intentional work. Uh, so Pinterest is something that I kind of use in the background, but not as consistently. 
it's something that one of my mentor, I just listened to her maximize your launch video. And mm. she was talking about figuring out like, okay, your numbers are going to be like, what, what are your numbers on Facebook? What are your numbers on Instagram? Okay. You may have, you know, say 20,000 people on Facebook and 50,000 on Instagram. But if your engagement like, is higher on Facebook, mm-hmm. that's where you need to spend your time. So I think it's great for you to know, like, yeah, I use Pinterest, but that's not where people see me. I spend yeah. my time and money on on Instagram. A hundred percent. That's so smart. And I think it's easy for people to want to follow the trends of what they see other people doing, but it's so smart to sit back and be like, okay, where's my engagement though? What do I need to focus on? Uh, because that truly is going to be so different for everybody. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about the education side about your senior photography business. I know you help other photographers become successful senior photographers. What does that look like? How do you do it? And, um, and then how long have you been doing it too? I think that's always interesting. Yeah. So when I first started my business, I honestly just always loved educating and it was never something that I was like, Oh, I ultimately want to do courses. And I ultimately want to speak at conferences. It was just kind of this thing of, I want to share the knowledge I have. I don't, I don't feel like it's mine to just like hold hostage. And so I actually started educating basically around the same time I started my business. In the first year of business, I hosted a workshop for other high school students that wanted to learn how to use the camera. So it was like $50 and it was, you had to be under 18. And I like taught people how to use their camera and manual, did a little mini like style shoot for seniors. And that's how it started. And I did mentoring sessions and my workshops kind of escalated from there. And I just always loved and been passionate about helping other photographers pursue their dreams too. So now I do that in a few different ways. I have online courses, which is my most popular way to teach other photographers. I speak at conferences and then I have my higher level mastermind coaching program. But my online courses are kind of my most favorite way to teach senior photographers because I think that senior portraits, I feel like sometimes in the industry, wedding photography is like the ultimate goal, right? Like people start in the industry and they're like, I ultimately want to chase after shooting wedding. That is the big ticket item. That's the thing that everybody does. That's the big, you know gold star at the end of the road. Um, And that's what I thought too. I did senior portraits as like a stepping stone to get to wedding photography. Initially, that was my thought process. And then I stopped shooting seniors for a year back in, I believe it was 2018, 2017 or 2018. I completely stopped shooting seniors in order to make some margin to do education. I knew I had to kind of remove something from my business to make time to do the teaching. And I missed it so much. And I realized that Wedding photography doesn't have to be the ultimate goal. It's okay to be passionate about something else. And it's okay to want to pursue something else and specialize in more than one thing. And I don't know if that's like a realization that resonates with any of the listeners, but I just always viewed wedding photography as the ultimate goal. And I had to kind of backtrack and like remove senior portraits from my offerings and miss it. And like, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. I really missed it and brought it back around. And I just really think that there's freedom in realizing that you can specialize in something else and be really passionate about something else. And it's almost kind of my passion project or the work that like sets my heart on fire. I get really excited about the creative side of senior portraits. And so I love being able to enable photographers to do that too, with the education I offer. That's awesome. Do you shoot seniors just in Charleston or do you still find yourself going back to Virginia pretty regularly? I find myself getting asked to go back to Virginia pretty regularly. I, I'm not able to do it very often because it's it's like an eight-hour drive for me to get back there. But I have found it's really interesting. People will reach out from Fredericksburg still and want to work together. I've had quite a few people come to Charleston from Virginia just to get me to do their portraits, which has been so cool and just such an honor. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's cool to kind of serve both of those markets and have people come to Charleston just to work together. It's been really neat. I love that. I know you mentioned the course. Is your course for or learning how to do like run a senior photography business? 
Is that an evergreen or do you do like an open and closed cart? So it is evergreen and I'm actually really excited. The old version of the course was called the Senior Posing and Experience course, but we just completely refilmed it. We doubled the size of it, doubled the content, refilmed all of the live posing footage here in Charleston, and it's going to be reopening and relaunching on in November. So right now the doors are closed because we are in the process of like revamping the course, but it's going to reopen the first week of November. It's 32. It was 18 lessons. It's now 32 lessons long. Um, there's like hours and hours of uncut footage of me working with actual senior clients. I walk through every single piece of running a successful business from marketing to client experience to post-processing. And I'm super, super excited about it. So it actually, uh, we're in the height of like launch right now and prepping on the back end for things to open up in just a few weeks. Yes. That's so exciting. So what can they expect? I mean, 32 modules, that's a ton. What can they expect just as a cliff notes version of going through that course? Yeah. So it's essentially a start to finish of my entire senior portrait client experience. So the first module is going to walk through the basics. The second module is going to walk through all of the marketing strategies. So we talk about how to market to moms and seniors separately, what social media platforms you should be focusing on, websites, branding, uh, pricing, all that stuff. And then we walk through client experience from start to finish. And then we also walk through posing. I'm actually really passionate about when it comes to senior portraits, you're posing somebody by themselves, which is super different than posing a couple or multiple people together because you're not capturing a connection. You're capturing confidence because it's just one person. You can't capture connection with one person, but it's your job as the photographer to instill that confidence and make your senior feel confident. So if the posing side and the things that you're telling your client to do, make them feel awkward and uncomfortable, that's actually going to completely crush the client experience. And so a good 40 to 50% of the course is on posing and how that plays into your client experience and your marketing. And it's all uncut posing footage of me working with real clients, which is really awesome to see. So it's basically just a one-stop shop of everything that you need to know from start to finish to run a successful senior business. That's so cool. If, is this for the photographer who already has a business and is looking to start you know, offering senior photography? Or is this someone like brand new to photography, but once like knows they want to focus on seniors? So honestly, I think it can apply to both. That was one of our biggest purposes of refilming the entire course is we wanted both um, markets to be able to walk away with value. So if you've never photographed a senior before and it's completely brand new to you, the senior course covers everything that you're going to need to know. We started the absolute basics. But if you're somebody who's been doing seniors for a few years, but you're looking to level up or you're looking to change the way that you market or improve your posing, there's still going to be a ton of value for you in there as well. So it's designed to give the brand new photographer everything that they need. Um, But there's also some more quote unquote advanced content for those photographers that are just looking to level their game up a little bit. Awesome. How long do they have access to the course once they've purchased it? Once you purchase it, you get lifetime access to the course and you also get lifetime access to the online community of photographers that are inside the course as well, which is super cool. It's such an amazing community of people that are just so supportive of each other. So you get lifetime access to the course as well as the online community where you get continued support from me and all the other students. Love it. Love it. Okay. So if you had to give one tip today that someone can implement for them to start their senior photography business, what would it be? Oh gosh, I love this question. So my biggest tip, which I'm going to circle back to kind of what we've already talked about would be to get out there and start working with senior portrait clients. And even if that means just taking photos of your niece or nephew or cousin or like family, mutual friends, get out there and start shooting. And my biggest tip is if you want to maximize your time when you are working with a model or working for free um, to build your portfolio, I would encourage you to be really strategic about adding variety into those shoots. 
So um, set up a Pinterest board, have your client bring multiple outfits, choose multiple locations, and spend an hour or two with this client so that you have multiple different looks and you could post a photo from that shoot this week and then another one next week and nobody would realize they're from the same session. So you're really maximizing your time and being strategic to get a ton of content to fill your social media calendar and make yourself appear to be in demand just by working with one senior. There's so much strategy that goes into that. And when you work with that senior and you're photographing them and you're creating content and building a portfolio, love them really, really well, serve them well, exceed expectations, send them extra photos, do everything that you can to increase word of mouth marketing by loving that person really well, even though you're working for free, go above and beyond. And you'll be surprised what that does for your word of mouth marketing while simultaneously building your portfolio is going to do amazing things for social media. And if you do that consistently and strategically, it's going to build your business really quickly. Love it. Okay. So I like to wrap up the podcast with three, I say, I always say quick fire. They're never really all that quick fire, but three quick fire <laughs> questions. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay. So the first one is what is your favorite business tool? Oh, HoneyBook, a hundred percent. I am obsessed with HoneyBook. I'm sure you've had a lot of people say that, but I've been using it for over five years now. Um, and it is like literally my lifeline. I don't know what I would do without it. I love it. I recently became a HoneyBook educator and it's, yeah, it's expanding its horizons a lot. And it's something that I've actually teetered on the fence of possibly moving some of my business to HoneyBook. It's a really, really good tool. I'm excited to see like, as they come up with more updates. Yes, me too. And I love the team. I just, I think that the people behind HoneyBook are just so genuine and so wonderful. So yeah, I'm glad that you're liking it. Yeah, I do. I love HoneyBook. All right. What is your favorite quote? Oh, I have two. Uh, One is wherever you go, be all there. Uh, Somebody said that to me in my first year when I was trying to decide whether to go to college or pursue business. It was actually Caroline Logan. She is a photographer as well, who's a year older than me. Uh, And she basically said she decided to go full time because she wanted to be all there in her business. She didn't want to be split and spread thin across multiple different things. So that was one of the things that someone said to me that helped me to want to go full time. And then the other is actually a Bible verse, um, Jeremiah 29, 11, And I absolutely love that. Plans I know I have for you, that one. I don't know why I can't remember the whole thing. Um, why <laughs> I know what you're Jeremiah, talking about. I, everybody knows Jeremiah 29, 11, and I just can't even think of it right now. But it just, um, for I know the plans I have for you, said the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you uh, for hope and future, that one. I just truly believe there's a plan in everything and a purpose in everything. Um, and that has just rang so true in my business when I was uncertain about anything. So I love those two. Amen. Okay. And then the last one is if you and I were to grab a drink in Charleston, where would we go and what would we have? Oh my gosh. I love this. Um, Okay. There's so many favorites. I love the Vindu rooftop. It is a, it's like the best views of Charleston. It's a rooftop bar that's super famous here. And they have a berry lemonade, like mixed drink that they serve in a cute little Moscow mule glass. And I'm like obsessed with it. So that is what we would be doing. (laughs) Awesome. I've never been to a rooftop bar. I've been wanting to go and I haven't made it to one yet. So I love that answer. Oh my gosh. Yes. Charleston is so full of like so many fun rooftop bars that you can just hop around to and they're, they're the best. So you'll have to come visit. (laughs) I will. I will. Hope, thank you so much for coming on today. Where can our audience find you? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Instagram is the best place to find me, Hope Taylor Photography. That is where I am the most active. And then I also am on YouTube. You can just search Hope Taylor, where I share weekly videos for photographers that are always free free business education. And then if you are a senior photographer and you are listening to this uh, around the time it goes live, 
I actually have a mini version of my course that's going to be completely for free that's opening up at the end of this month. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you'll get access to that. It's five-day challenge to book more seniors um, and it's 100% for free. So you get a little mini sneak peek into the new course for free at the end of the month. Yay, that's super exciting. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. We will catch you next week. Have a great day and we'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.